You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Oh, how the turntables. Yeah, how, how the tables have turned. Yeah, it's an office reference. You don't understand. <laughs> Honestly, the you say that all the time, and I'm like, she says it wrong. <laughs> I'm referencing office. Okay, cool. Um, um, okay. Wow, that's a, like some deep thought that you just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit like i'm unpacking yeah and just like processing what you just unpacked <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's true i remember feeling the same thing with deandre i remember feeling like but you know me like i understand you doing it to like you know these hoes yeah yeah <laughs> but like you know me and you know my heart and yet you still decided to yeah. you know and that, and that that but that was like a worth thing you know what i mean that like hit yes. my worth <laughs> you know it's interesting i saw like because we see all these celebrities like chloe selena beyonce the hottie mm. all these ladies that have been cheated on and they're all beautiful successful talented business women who like have their shit together you know like they're like beautiful women yeah so like beauty and all that is not the problem it's literally the men yeah or like, women the person who cheated. Right. It's literally the person who cheated. Like, you can have the most amazing person in your life, and everything is, like, great about them. They are perfect for you, but it's you, something wrong. Like, something's going on inside of you and that wound that is bleeding on everything yeah. and driving you to that action. So oh. it's really not anything to do with the person that you're with. It has everything to do with you and what's going on in her. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shit, look at me, and I was shooting on <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, perfect, so, like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't know. I've, I've really, like, wanted to, because my mind does not work in the same way as a teacher's mind, because I, I literally, like, just feel sick to my stomach at the thought of being, of doing that to somebody, mm-hmm. like, being unfaithful to them and making them feel that way, like, mm-hmm. that makes me sick to my stomach, so it's, I, I wish I could, like, get in the mind of that person. I remember having a conversation. You know what's crazy is they genuinely don't feel like they did anything wrong. Exactly. Which is insane. Well, well I, talked to, I talked to Kevin. He was like, well, some guys just want to, what did he say? What's that fucking saying? Have their cake and eat it, too? And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that saying really has never made any sense. Like, they want to have their cake and eat it, too. This was an American and Ashley movie. Like... I don't get it. Like, you're saying that, like, why would I not have my cake and not eat it? But, like, if we're referring to a person, like, if that's your cake, eat your fucking cake. Why you gotta go get a different cake? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, you have a cake right in front of you right now. I just, I really, I don't understand. Yeah. Did you not want the flavor? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, then, like, end the cake. (laughs) Say, I don't want any more of this cake. And then go get another cake. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, a lustful desire thing. Like, no, it's something seriously, I think, okay, 
my theories on this are like <laughs> way out there. But that's because I'm a very deep person. I genuinely think, just because I've watched a lot of movies, psychology, and all this shit, and I watched Euphoria too. <laughs> so that makes me a pro. <laughs> I think it, well, and I also have been with someone who's like this. I think it starts with the father. Like, did the father in the household truly represent what masculinity was? Like, strong, capable, but not just strong and capable. Are they tender? Are they loving? Did did they, did your father show you how to respect women, not Mm -hmm. degrade them, not belittle them? Yeah. And also, how was your father to your mother? And how was that dynamic? And then also, if he was not that, or he if he was never around, barely in the house, kind of abandoned you, but was still a father, still around, but abandoned you emotionally, that sets in. And then at the same time, the mother, going first towards the dynamic of the father, how is that relationship? How do they talk to each other? Does your mother degrade your father? And that's why part of it, he's not around so much. Exactly. And so is your mother degrading your father? And also, does your mother know who she is as a woman in her femininity? Yeah. Does she respect herself and uphold herself, you know, of value and worth? I'm not saying that doesn't come with, like, this doesn't look like she's never in pain. She's she, she never deals with things that happen like life. No, it's she deals with them and she knows how to navigate them. You know, Um, so that and then also how was your mother towards you? Did she abandon you and your emotions as well? And then now you secretly hate your father for being passive, but also for your mother being aggressively passive Mm -hmm. towards the relationship, towards the whole family, towards the household. Because not only did your father abandon you, your mother abandoned you as well. Yeah. And now you hate women. Yeah. Like, subconsciously, you hate women. And that's what I was saying. It's more of a subconscious matter. Like, it's not, it's not like a wake up one day like, hmm, I really want to cheat on my significant other today. It's more so over time, subconsciously. Like, they have these deep belief systems that subconsciously they don't, they are not aware of, but their actions speak out in them. (laughs) Well... Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that you brought up, like, the past, like, their childhood, how they grew up, because, like, your experiences aid in your belief system. So what you experience develop yeah. into what you believe. So if you've experienced all those things, well, of course, like, of course, those are what, that might be a thought that you have or an action that you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that's why most men in those types of scenarios, they question their own masculinity a lot. Yeah. You know what's one thing that I absolutely hate when people do? And I know that you, like, this happened not too long ago for you. Oh, my God, why? Like, when people are guilty of something, but instead of, like, taking ownership, ownership of it, yeah. they'll turn it and try to make it seem like you did something. Um, oh, my God. Honestly, that's become my, like, pet peeve. Because, like... Like, I will... Like, I have no <laughs> tolerance or patience for that anymore. Because you're trying to make yourself feel better and put yeah. me in the... In the, not victim, but in the, uh... 
in the wrong. You're villainizing me. Villainizing there. That's what, the word. And you want to play the victim and you want to act like you did nothing wrong so you don't feel the shame or the embarrassment from it. So you turn around on me saying, I'm overreacting. I'm overthinking. I'm crazy. I'm this. It's all me. I'm the villain. Point the finger at me instead of looking inward. That's that's why. That's why Jesus said, take the log out of your own eye first. <laughs> And look at yourself because, like, you got to take ownership. Like, there's nothing. And I think, ooh, ooh, I think perspective, that's when perspective comes in. Because you think being wrong is shameful. Yeah. And embarrassing. But, no, it's like, oh, hey, I was wrong. My My identity is not attached to my wrong behavior. I was wrong. Let me take ownership. And then let me move forward in the right ways and how to navigate this. That's how it defines your character. Yeah. So I was going to ask you. So, like, for example, in my past relationship, he was cheating all the time, but then would accuse me of cheating. You know what I mean? Because, like, his guilty conscience, you know. I got that, too. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like, he's like, oh, if I'm doing it, she's probably doing it, too. You know? No, bitch, I'm not. Anyways. exactly. I almost, like, I wonder if that's, like, a defense mechanism, too. Like, they're, like, trying to. Because they feel guilty. Yeah. In some way, they're trying to justify their actions. Well, I did it because you're doing it, too. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because then you wouldn't feel as much as a horrible person than you do already because you feel guilty you feel guilty in moments Mm -hmm. in moments you do and so to feel less guilty about it you'd feel better insane and these are how guys can be like this too even girls like saying this to people like well you know she's she she does this all to you like she 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 acts in this way and you know she's she's never giving you a chance in this way and da 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 but i'm like that still doesn't give you a right to cheat yeah just like trying to to act that way and justify any of your wrong behavior but no and so to say that even buddies say this to their guys they're like well maybe she's cheating well she flirted with that guy so like you have every right no you actually don't (laughs) you don't sorry to break it to you but you don't yeah i but i also do think that a lot of people have like more of like a pettiness when it comes to that thing like oh well they cheated so you need to hit them harder you know what i mean like some people feel like when they get hurt that they need to hurt others just as much or more like i know somebody who's like that i just wanted to put that little side piece in there i do want to know though because i know that i shared earlier about like why cheating is like such a pet peeve for me but yeah. why is it for you oh my god you're asking me yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well honestly i didn't even think it was a pet peeve until i got cheated on. right and of course like how <laughs> exactly but you know what i was thinking the other day of like oh my god how ignorant of me because i used to think oh like i used to think i was so above and beyond <laughs> the type of girl like nobody would ever cheat on me like <laughs> like i actually thought like it had everything to do with me of how a man would act i was gonna say so you thought it was oh the girls or the guys did something and that's why they cheated no i thought wait what no no no. i thought so i thought anything that a guy did wrong 
it was a woman's fault. That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I thought that. So, if a guy were to cheat, not in your situation, though. Right. Like, when you were going through that, I did not think that at all. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and so, and I was not thinking this at all, like, yeah. about me when you were yeah. going through that. I want to clarify. I, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Um, when I... <laughs> no... So when it was me, I was like, oh, well, it's me. I'm like the goody-goody Alexis. Like, any guy would be lucky to have me. So if they were to have me, they wouldn't cheat, duh. But, like, obviously, like, a, a part of that is true. Like, yeah, duh, any guy would be lucky to have me. However, if a guy were to cheat on me, that's not my fault. That's all them. Yeah. And now to answer your question <laughs> – now that cheating is a pet peeve for me now, because I've been through it, I think it hits. Ooh. <laughs> I think it hits a level of. And I feel like disrespect is such an understatement of the word, mm-hmm. like of like how it actually truly feels. But that's just like a human word that I just know that could like almost represent it like it's just a whole layer deep deep layer of disrespect to the person that you literally were living life with Mm -hmm. but not only just living life with but like talking about life forever with yeah and making all these promises and like saying all these things and then not living up to it And I think that's why now more than ever, I used to be a huge words of affirmations girl. I still am, but I don't believe the words as much anymore until there's actions to back it up. Fair. So I love words. I love like affirmation, like compliment me, you know, cheer me on. But also I would love action behind it. I want to see how you support me, you know. And so I think that's what it does. But also it's just more of the thing I think it relates to my mom too Mm -hmm. because I'm like you know you say all these things you want to be better for me but you end up not being better for me yeah so I think it just hits a mother wound for sure yeah just seems um similar in a way yes similar actions similar personality traits yeah like it's not like your mom cheated on you but just the feeling of cheating feels the same like with your mom right it's a yeah i want to clarify yeah it's like a level of disrespect there you go because how i relate to what happened to me it's like he was telling me all these things Mm -hmm. how he wanted to be better for me how he wanted Mm -hmm. this for our future he's gonna stop we're gonna you know get married and all these things i wish we could run away together like all all these things are said right (laughs) it was insane um and then he would just always keep leaving or keep doing the same things that he was doing when he was telling me he was gonna stop so when my mom it related back to my mom like she was very abusive Mm -hmm. and my relationship my past relationship with my ex he was Yes, not only did he cheat on me, but he it was verbally, emotionally abusive. Yeah. And then, like, borderline stuff here and there. Anyways, but my mom was abusive to me verbally and emotionally first. And then 
became physical. And so when she would tell me, oh, I'm going to stop. I love you so much, baby. I'm so, so sorry. Please, like, I don't know what's going on with me. Like, that's that's not me. You know who I truly am. Like, so you just Holy forgive shit. me. Just forgive me. And, like, literally. That's exactly the same thing with. Yeah, that's exactly what he would say. So he was saying all the same things that my mom would say. Like, I think it's like those, um, I don't know. There's a word for it for people like that, but I don't want to say it. Yeah. And um, there's a psychology word for people like that. Anyways, but um, but then they would keep doing it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and it made me believe as a young girl, wow, like, okay, then am I not worth it? Is it me? Is there something wrong with me since they're not stopping? Yeah. So is it really me and it's not really them? Because they're telling me it's not really them. It's just like they're... They're trying to stop. Yeah, so and you're like, yeah. Then who's so, the only other option here? <laughs> and it's confusing as a child. Yeah, because you don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> I think it's just it's it's a level of disrespect, and also it like punctures a worth wound. Yeah, absolutely. No, it does. It's it's hard not to question your worthiness whenever something like that happens because you're like you, you do you go back to like well what's wrong with me why right. did it happen to me well and it's a form of betrayal. No, absolutely. Like, like cheating is a form of betrayal, but any sort of abuse is a form of betrayal. And I think cheating is a form of abuse. It's a mind fuck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, here's, first of all, hold on, I want to comment on. In an emotional. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want to comment on that because it makes so much sense. Like, it literally is almost like, like, I literally thought about, like, on one side, like I'm looking at the table on one side of the table. I thought about like, you know, that whole, um, honestly, sorry, I don't have better words for this, but like the whole movie of you and your mom's relationship, I was running that like parallel with you and your ex's relationship and like yeah. how similar they were. So of yeah. course, like not only did you feel disrespected, but you're like, this feels similar. I felt this before. Yeah. You well, and I, mean? I think that's why there was like an uh, instinct inside me that didn't want to keep letting go. I wanted to fight for this person. I Just, I wanted to mm-hmm. believe that he would change. I wanted like because I for so long as a little girl, I kept hoping and praying that mommy would change, like yeah. mommy would be better, and all this stuff. So so, you, so through this, it was almost like I'm hoping for a redemption story in yes. this and for the yeah. Story if I were mom. to get my redemption with this person, then that means my little girl heart would have gotten her redemption story. Yeah, that she didn't get as a young girl. Oh, that that's makes so, so sad. Much sense, but yeah, but like I think that's why I wanted it so bad. Yeah, because I wanted my redemption story. I just wanted a redemption. Yeah, and I thought having redemption meant mending a relationship that was abusive yeah (laughs) exactly exactly no no cheating is definitely a form of abuse i will agree with you a thousand percent there yeah especially if they keep coming back to you and saying all these and then continuing to do it. yeah there's a lot of manipulation in there too because you're like wait i don't know what to believe like it literally feels like your mind is in like a tornado you're just like wait what yeah just so confused okay so now i have a question for you okay (laughs) do you feel like and this there's no wrong answer okay okay do you feel like you have healed from the cheating in the past from past relationships and or where are you at with it now um I will say that it 
and I think I've mentioned this before, but like after it happened, I didn't know how, like after that whole relationship had ended, I didn't know how to deal with it. And so I did what I normally do is I just shove it down (laughs) and I just tried not to think about it, but it came up in little ways that I wasn't even aware of for six years. And then after, I remember it being, it was like six years after like six years, it was like, I just like couldn't hold it in anymore. Like it kind of like erupted with my whole depression, all that stuff. It just kind of came out and it was like, these are the reasons, you know, like this is the reason why you feel this way or act this way or whatever. And I, I, I felt a lot of emotions then that I probably should have felt seven, eight years ago. And I feel like I've healed a lot from it as far as healing, like my worthiness, you know, speaking over myself and, you know, really affirming that it's not me, like nothing's wrong with me. Cause that, that did, that hit that wound really, really hard because I I was telling you earlier, like for me, it was like, you know me, like it felt very personal because I was like, you know me and you still decided to treat me this way for so long. You know what I mean? Like there was not that respect there. Like you said one thing, but did another, you said you loved me, but didn't show you loved me. You know what I mean? So it was a, it was very much similar to you. Um, now for me now, I still feel like I struggle with trusting people's word because in that moment I a thousand percent believed what that person said and so it was a like we said earlier a mind fuck (laughs) when I came to the realization that their words didn't mean shit like their what they said and how they acted around me was not really who they were as soon as they left. Well, when we say, like, how they act in the words, it's yeah. not the cliche, I love you, baby. No. I'm never, I'm going to give you the world. I'm never going to do this again. It's truly not like that. It's literally, like, a person coming to you and crying their eyes out. You feel, like, think of a person who has been the most genuine to you ever. Yeah. And then for them to go around the next day and you you figure out they lied. Mm-hmm. But you legit, sincerely thought they were being genuine. Like, you saw it. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like it's like that. This person coming to you crying, saying, yes, that they love you and all those words, but also other deeply rooted things that only you and him or that person would ever know from each other exactly. and he didn't tell anybody else so it's it's it comes from a level of like hey i shared so much with this person and i'm speaking to them like they're the only person who knows me in this world like it's it's sort of like that i really don't know how to explain that until you're in the situation but it's it's what like the best way i can explain it is like like you and i we know each other on such a deep level yeah we aren't just like hey, we're BFFs and let's, you know, post pics on Instagram and show everybody that we're BFFs. (laughs) Like, no, we freaking know each other. You know, we've had deep conversations. Like, we've been vulnerable with each other. That's more so what we're talking about. With these relationships, we were vulnerable with them. They were vulnerable with us. Mm. We knew deepest parts of them. They knew nobody else knew. Exactly. So there was that bond. There was that trust. There was that vulnerability. And then to learn that the whole time like 
they would do that with you and then turn around and be with somebody else. But then telling you like how, you know, they have such a great bond with you or they just, they love who they are with, you know, like just telling you all so many words, like in so many words. Right. I I don't know exactly. That was so long ago. Um, but in that way, like, like, because, you know, because there's such a great bond or whatever, like I could see a future with you, like Mm -hmm. things like that. And when you're so emotionally tied to that person, that's what you it was. do believe it. And when you don't want to give up on them and you when you love them, mm-hmm. you do believe it. And also, when your worth is still attached to their yeah. actions, yes, that's what it happens. And I'll, I'll agree. Like, I'll, I'll take ownership. So much of my worth in codependency was in that relationship right. and what I thought it was, what I wanted it to be in the future, and what I dreamed for it to be. Yeah. All that stuff. So that all that is attached to as well. That's why getting to know yourself on a deeper level and knowing why you do the things that you do, like you were just saying, is so important because you're not just attaching your worth and value anymore to somebody, to another individual, especially their actions and behavior. You're attaching it to yourself. Right. And who you are and who you were created to be and your character and how you deal with things and all these things. Etic. Um, <laughs> I like you said etiquette and not etc. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I do it as like as I type it. Yeah. Etiquette. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and so, um, but for you, I did want to go back to, because you said something interesting okay. that a lot of people would resonate with, I feel. You said that in the past six years, it erupted in small ways. Mm-hmm. And you kind of passed by that a little bit because you were so numb and so shut down, but it kept coming up in little ways throughout those years. In what ways was it coming up? You're going to laugh. Until it explodes. No, I know what you're about to say, but I want them to hear it. Are you sure? You know what I'm going to say? Oh, God, I don't know. No, I'm Oh, scared. God, no, I don't know if you know. <laughs> okay, so... Tell me, okay, I'm interested though, because if you notice something different, like, please say it. Okay, tell me. For me, it was, um, I used to get annoyed so easily and so quickly at everything, but to me, that was just like my, all the anger that I had pent up. Totally, yeah. From that situation, <laughs> like, it was my way of like getting it out, and it was like, too bad these people are kind of like my punching bags. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to name one of your punching bags. You. Thanks. <laughs> okay. All right, but you have something different, so tell me. Okay. No, no, that's literally exactly what I was going to say. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So because, um, <laughs> well, it makes sense because you were so fucking angry. All the and time. And you had ever <laughs> all the time. It never went away. <laughs> because, like, and you had every right to be angry because of what was done and how it was done and how so many people kept it from you besides yeah. me, all right? Um, um, but you had every right to be angry. So of course you shut it down because anger, and we've already been through this, anger feels so scary for you. Yeah. Like (laughs) (laughs) you feeling it and you seeing it. No me gusta. No, not for me. Not for me. I I do not like. (laughs) (laughs) But because of the way you grew up. Yeah. And I remember when I would get angry with you, you would it would scare you, and you would want to push away. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> when you would get angry with me, you got so scared that you would just push away, anyways. Yeah. So I think for your body to say no, this is too scary. This is feels too real. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to shut down, numb, numb, um, block it as far, shove it deep down so I don't have to feel the anger. Because honestly, what anger really is, is it's just the feeling that protects you from pain. It's like the first feeling that you get before you feel sad. So anger is just a protector. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. Or I would know because I'm angry all the time. <laughs> Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> but that's that makes sense. I would say, I mean, and, and I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. It, it's crazy because it seems like such like a long time ago and like a totally different Krista. But it now. Was like seven, eight years yeah, ago. Yeah. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I, like, guys, when I say I used to get annoyed all the time, literally all the time like several times a day and I remember like maybe it was you but you'd be like why are you so like why do you get so annoyed like I would not be able to give you an answer like I'm like I don't know I just am like that's just how I am well I would do the littlest things and you'd I'd be so annoyed for like and, and that's the thing I'm like I can't even remember I feel like maybe I've shut that part of me out um but I can't even like remember like examples of why I'd be annoyed. Like somebody would say something wrong and I'd be annoyed. You know, like mm-hmm. it was just little things that would annoy me. Not even huge things, but it was my way yeah. of like. Well, yes, that makes sense because your anger wants to get out no matter what. Right. So it's going to get out however, you know, it can. So it's going to be like, all right, if you're not going to let like feel it for what it actually is, I'm going to release it where I can. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, but that's the crazy thing, though, too, is, like, for six whole years, I literally thought that that's just who I was. But then I'm like, no, like. That's not who you are. That's not who You're I not am. an asshole. <laughs> I was for those six years. However, uh, uh, not an asshole. But well, just like, I wouldn't say that. But yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm with you. We're, we're on the same page. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, it, that's the crazy thing to me is I, I legit thought that that's just how I was. But really, it was just subconsciously. <laughs> you know, that was my way of dealing with it. It was, you know, my favorite thing, and we've had him on here on the podcast, Masculine Series. Go check it out. Um, shameless plug. <laughs> um, Justin Simbal, when we had him on for mm-hmm. the Masculine Series, and he was like, um, I think I said something. I don't know. Y'all can go listen to it. But he was like, so then, does that make you an asshole? Like oh. you're just a genuine asshole. So, because people can say, people can say that, oh, well, that's just who I am. I just act like that. It's just part of my personality trait. Right. So, you're saying you're an asshole? Right. Like, that's who you were created to be? You're an asshole? Right. So, you're saying you're a cheater. Is that who you were created to be? You're a cheater? Right. Or you're saying you're a liar. You're a liar? That's you. You were created to be. You're a liar. Like, come on. Let's just be like. Honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, be honest with yourself. Do you really want to be an asshole? Yeah. It's more so like. It's more to me. I'm thinking it's more so that person not like wanting to get deeper into why they're doing the things that they're doing. Like, they think, oh no, this is just me. But really, there's a deeper issue underneath for why they're acting the way that they're acting. Like, and we've gone through that. We've gone over like how our thoughts affect our. Um, what? Our thoughts affect our words, and then our words, words affect, affect our actions, and then our actions affect every what? motherfucking everybody thoughts. else. It's a whole triangle. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, a whole yeah, triangle. Yeah. It just keeps... But our thoughts are literally the seed. Yeah. It's what plants it. So mm-hmm. what are you thinking? And then what you think is 
<laughs> what you say sometimes or most of the time will come out in action and then in words. So, you know, it just depends on the person. But exactly. Yeah, it all follows. It all trickles. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm really proud of you for opening up like this because you know what? You never like. Yeah, do. just feeling open today, you know? Oh, really? Good, 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 good. <laughs> you know, maybe it's because it's late at night, so, like, I'm just feeling That's like... true. So we should always record late at night then. And by late it's at night, I mean 8.47. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be real right now. <laughs> yeah, she's a grandma. She's a grandma. <laughs> but, um... I was about to say butt, too. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, go we're ahead, twins. Anyways, so, no, I think... Yeah, you opening up like this, I'm very proud of you because I didn't even think we would talk about this, honestly. We just start... <laughs> Once we get into the closet, we just start talking. It just is how it is. This is how it be. <laughs> right. <gasps> what? Interesting. Ooh, okay, let's talk about it. What is it? I found this thing that says 10 questions to ask your unfaithful spouse. Oh. Number one, how did you give yourself permission to cheat? shit right that's why i said once i read that one i was like i have to read this one out loud how did you give yourself permission to cheat what did you do inside your brain to justify that action holy shit that's good the next the second one is like how did you feel after the affair were there was there any guilt at all the next one is this the first okay we don't need to do that one what is, is this the oh, first time you oh, cheated okay. on me? Okay, the other one's... The first one was good. Yeah, no. Ooh, I do not like this one. What did she offer to you that I never did? No, uh-uh. don't ever ask that. Uh-uh. Don't ever ask that. Ooh, listen, it says, it is a common question that a lot of women ask when they find out their husband is cheating on them. Boyfriend, boyfriend whatever. yeah. You begin to question yourself right away. What did I do to wrong? Where was I lacking? Mm-hmm. What did she do better than me? Mm-hmm. But then it says getting the answer to this question will help you understand and work on fulfilling whatever it is that is lacking. Bullshit. I do not agree with that one. Who is making this blog? I don't they know. Fire them. Cancel them. So you're saying that because you did something, there was a lack in what you were doing, and that's why they cheated. Fuck that. That's not true. You could just... But Don't here's listen a, to that. Don't ever a, listen to the people who say, okay, well, maybe you did something wrong. Yeah. If your significant other cheated, no, honey, it has everything to do with them. Because here's the thing, is if, if even if there was a lack in the marriage or in the relationship, confront it. Have a conversation. Yeah, and it takes a lot of dignity and integrity <laughs> Um, a lot of character to do that and confront that. That's what makes a person. That's what makes a man. That's what makes a woman is their dignity, their honor, their integrity in confronting stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lack in value that they have for themselves if that person is cheating. Like I'm talking about the person who cheated. There is a lack of value that they have for themselves a lack of respect that they have for themselves therefore since they don't have value since they don't have honor since they don't respect themselves 
they cannot respect you. They cannot respect those, even the girl that they cheated on with. They don't respect anybody because they don't know who they are. They don't have an identity. They're not attached to a purpose in who they are and or respect. So that's why they can't give out what they're not giving in to themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Point blank, period. Mic drop. This this episode's over. Bye. <laughs> Go tell that to the person. Go go tell it to whoever you see next. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's the thing. It has nothing to do with you. Now, yes, if you're attaching your worth and your value to that action, please, 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 the best thing you can do for yourself is to stop doing that. Yeah. And you need to get with yourself and figure out what to do next. I was about to say leave the relationship, but, like, there's so many other nuance to that. I'm not even going to say that, but... If it's an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah. Yes, leave. Yeah. Leave, 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 leave. Yeah. If you have a cheating significant other, do not ever ask, like Alexis just said, do not ever ask, <laughs> what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? How can I fulfill your whatever that bullshit was? Yeah. You, I like that first question about asking, you know, how did you give yourself permission to cheat? And then the other question could be, where was that decision rooted in? Where was it coming from? That's yeah. the question you need to ask. Yeah, like why? And I've asked that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've asked that to the person. Yeah. <laughs> um, he couldn't answer it, obviously. Um, but, <laughs> sorry, I'm not mean to be shady. <laughs> As you're hiding under the tree. No, but it just comes out. <laughs> it just just happens sometimes anyway so um no i have asked that and you know what sucks about that though yeah you asking that to that person true is that they most of the time they don't know they're not gonna have an answer they're not gonna have an answer for you that is even gonna make it better honestly um but maybe it could stir up something Exactly. Because you know that their behavior has everything to do with them. So totally. obviously there's something that caused, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they need to look at it. So it's basically throwing those questions back onto them. Mm-hmm. Not about you, not about the relationship, but them. Because their decision was a them thing. Exactly. They're the only ones who acted in it. I mean, the other girl did too or the person person the other person did too but this person your significant other was in a relationship with you yeah the other person was not exactly well depending if he cheated on you with your best friend or something that's a whole nother nuance (laughs) okay okay anyways (laughs) but that he was in a relationship she or whatever that person was in a relationship with you yeah and they made that decision yeah so throw it back on them because it was their actions. It was their behavior, not yours. Exactly. Exactly. And yes, Oof. there's always ownership you can take in a relationship. Of course, of course, of course, of course. I'm not saying that. Take ownership in every side of your relationship. But whatever ownership you take, it never justifies. We're all human beings. We all make mistakes on both sides of a relationship. But it never justifies cheating yeah. and betraying that person that you love and that you say that you respect or build a life with. Or made a family with. Yeah. Or made all these promises too. So that Oof. is my spiel. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you know what's beautiful though? We're talking about cheating in this episode, which is very surprising. And we laughed. And we laughed. There yeah. Was, there was a lot of laughter yeah. <laughs> in this episode, not because of cheating, but just because of 
don't know like it doesn't hurt us it as doesn't much. affect yeah us how like, it used to exactly like that's how you know we've healed a lot mm-hmm. from it because i would not have been able to laugh about this a year ago i was gonna say listen i feel like there's a theme right now in our friendship about a lot of things that we find ourselves laughing about <laughs> and we're like whoa hold on look at where we're we at never would have thought see that look at us take exactly. it from us you can laugh about the painful things in your life if you just get healing yeah later <laughs> If you just get connected. Like, and it's a genuine laugh, not like a yeah. laugh through the pain. Like, it's like a genuine, No, it's like, like a oh genuine, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Knowing that, like, there's so much compassion and empathy that we went through it, but, like, thank God we're out of it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and we've gone through that. And woo. so, and also it's, like, not attaching my worth or character or value to it anymore when yeah. I talk about it, which is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And that's on growth. <laughs> exactly. Hey, guess what? What? Our one-year episode is coming up. Holy shit. I know. How many... Yeah, because we started our podcast a year ago in November. November. Yeah, because it was close to my birthday. Yeah. Holy oh cow. So gosh. in the next, like, three or four, we'll have to get the exact date. Yeah. Oh. But so, guys, stay tuned. Our one-year episode anniversary is coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to do something fun. Yeah. We're still working on it. We'll be in touch with that. Um, <laughs> just keep listening. Yeah. You'll see. Just stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> What? Is that why people think I'm Alexis or yes. Shit's Creek? Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> Thank God we don't video ourselves. I know. We, if y'all could just see our faces sometimes. Um, okay, well, we're going to end before we keep rambling. Yep. But we love y'all so much. We hope that this episode helped. Yes. Um, And if you have been cheated on in the past or recently, presently, I just want to say that you're going to get through it. What they did and the level that they did it, um, there's nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you and you are still going to have a beautiful life. There's still hope for your future. You're going to get through this. You're going to be okay. This is not forever and you're going to be okay. Those nights that were your haunted by how it happened and the way that it happened and how it started all these questions that are hammering in your head those will soon go away you will soon not be haunted by it anymore and I can say that to you confidently because I am not haunted by it anymore and there were nights where I was drowning yeah drowning in my thoughts and I could, if thoughts could kill you, my thoughts would have killed me. And so I understand, but I want you to know that there's hope that this is not forever. It really isn't. And you're going to get through this and it's time to choose you Yeah. and it's time to focus on you and to give yourself that safe space that nobody has ever provided for you. And you've been counting on other people to provide a safe space for you. No, it's time for you to choose that for yourself. Yeah. To become that safe space for you and to get connected to you and to choose you. Absolutely. Um, and and I even Alexis just spoke to the TTs, the people who have been cheated on, but I want to speak to the cheater. Like I really 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 encourage you to just look inward and start asking yourself why. Why did I do these things? Because you are not a cheater. You were not born to be a cheater. That is not who you are. That is not your identity. 
there is something that is rooted deep inside you that caused you to act in that way, that caused that behavior. So turn inward. Ask yourself why. You might not know. Ask yourself again in a couple days. Ask yourself again. Your answer might be different this week than it was in next week. It might be different than next week, but just keep asking. Keep trying to get to the root of it because there was a reason. There was a reason that's deeply rooted in you, not somebody else. Yeah, like start unveiling that. Yeah. And it's it's going to be the most hardest, painful thing, but it's going to be the most rewarding thing. Mm-hmm. And like the most hard, like the most rewarding things in life are the hardest things <laughs> in life. Absolutely. And start taking ownership. Stop blaming other people for your actions. Look inward like Krista was saying. Start taking ownership because honestly, taking ownership for your own story and for your actions is the most powerful, most healing thing you could ever do for your life. I would say my word would be freeing too. Yes. Like yes. it feels freeing. It, it sucks in the moment, but after, oh my gosh, yeah. it's the most powerful thing. Absolutely. And we know because we've messed up. Yeah. We've been shitty t- towards people. Yeah. And we've taken ownership for it and it's allowed us to clean up our mess and it felt powerful that we were able to be like, oh, so I'm not powerless to this action. Mm-hmm. I'm not powerless to this decision. I am powerful and I can make my own decisions and be a good person. Yeah. And have dignity and value and respect for myself and others. Absolutely. It's the most powerful thing you can do. Yep. All right. Go do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all. And you're going to be okay. Yep gonna be you're still gonna have a beautiful life whether you take ownership and whether you get through this thing vice versa yeah all right we love y'all we love you bye Bye.